0: This is the one with Harry Styles' dad. Gorillas with an O and gorillas with a U. Blonde future secretaries. And an excellent larder. It's called the Day of the Daleks. Here we, we go! We're embarking on a voyage all through time and all through space.
1: Counting Daleks, Dalek, boot, Dalek, 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 and the Cybertronic race. Santorans look like taters, and Silurians all have wonky scales. And the Doctor has a TARDIS. We're reviewing all his tales. Flew back whale! And reviewing all of who there is. Who back when? Subscribe and rate night iTunes
0: please, episode by episode, we're trudging down this temporal road, come join us on this odyssey, what other choice could there be
1: that who back when? Who back when. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode C060 of Who Back When, a Doctor Who podcast. Or
0: Doc Past.
1: That's right. I am Ponkin and with me in the studio today is
0: Nick. Hello Nick. Hey podcast land, how you doing? We are going to be <laughs> We're going to be talking about Day of the Daleks today We are Under With two slight addendums That you might want to know about Yeah Both curry under the influence Of a cocktail of drugs uh, For various reasons <laughs> Yeah Or medicinal Some medicinal <laughs> uh, <laughs> And apparently It's the end of fucking days outside So you may hear a little bit of rain Yeah the Or hail in fact Or like Fucking horsemen Visiting the house <laughs> Yeah I don't think I've ever seen Weather like this <laughs> No it, And it just It went from a beautiful sunny day I bumped into a
1: colleague of mine from work Who was on his way to have sorbet
0: <laughs> I shit you not And now this And now yeah. there's sky sorbet <laughs> In your face Right Dave
1: the Daleks Shall we jump into By says chunk of who Before we uh, really get into this Let's Time for us to synopsize, let buy and summarize. So take a view and, and grab a brief and listen to and this overview, this free for we like to call uh, a
0: bicep
1: bicep Shunk bicep Shunk of who.
0: World peace is threatened and once again only a peace conference in full attendance can avert another world war. So Reginald Stiles, as the world's greatest party planner, won't take no for an answer and is jet-setting off to Peking to convince the Chinese delegation to join the conference as well. Future history, however, tells of how Sir Reginald was in fact the cause of the
1: Third World War And thus, guerrilla soldiers from the future have arrived in the 1970s with the intention to kill him And prevent the war And the subsequent invasion of Daleks Who are in parallel sending back ogres to stop the future soldiers Beeskow over You are
0: welcome
1: Aren't you just? (laughs) That was wonderfully dramatic (laughs) I wasn't thinking about other things (laughs) Can I start us off with a question? always (laughs) always <laughs> it's a question so do we ever find out what duplicate Doc and Joe are all about ooh
0: bit of trivia oh okay so there was the the, the ending of the serial was supposed to loop around, around to that but the director once it was all recorded like ah fuck it we're not coming back to do it um, ter- uh, Terrence Dicks Terrence Dicks rectifies that in the novelization Oh, interesting. Like Doc, yeah, it ends up in him, you know, the, the future, future Doc saying hello to that. Very future, cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I,
1: I did know about that last bit. I haven't checked out the trivia, so mm. very nice. Um, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Something just dawned on me, mm. something that needs to be mentioned before we start talking about this. There are two versions of this uh, serial. Yes. And you very recently... Introduced me to uh, a thing on Facebook, the Ark in Space. Yes. Uh, great Facebook group full of wonderful. very
0: knowledgeable people.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much for, for bringing that into my life. And I asked there. So I've got the DVD, Dave the Daleks, original or special edition with additional scenes, with newly shot scenes. And overwhelmingly, people said special edition Ooh Yeah
0: I did not see the special edition
1: I saw both mm. Frankly, I prefer the original mm. But I watched the original, part of the original with the uh, commentary on And Terence Dix is on there mm. And he's, he mentions that, among other things Oh, uh, well, we yeah. um But yeah Any, Anyway, yeah. but okay, fine Rewind, rewind Let's go We've got these, it's this scene, the very beginning of the serial, Doc and Joe, they're tinkering uh, with the TARDIS console, and all of a sudden, just because they've learned how to chroma key, they chroma key Doc and Joe in there. Is
0: that the very beginning of the serial, or actually is Sir Reginald Styles being held up by a, few, like a, a phased gorilla? Okay, yes,
1: you're right. It's not the literal, I'm just, fine. I'm just being that guy. I'm just being that guy. Yeah, you're that listeners. guy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So, it, yes, you're right. But that scene where Doc and Joe suddenly show up, they don't necessarily add anything to it. It's not like they're, you know, they're not Bill and Tedding it. They're not going, oh, oh you'll want to pull that lever or maybe you'll want to bring a, a screwdriver, yeah. Doc.
0: Say hello to the princesses for me.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, it took me a while to make that connection. But but yeah, um, they don't. And then they just disappear and the doc treats it like the easiest thing in the world Like there was absolutely no problem whatsoever But we have had multiple occasions on Doctor Who Where that is a huge problem yeah. You know, if you see yourself Then then that's you stepping on your own timeline And it causes tremendous
0: Fucking hell, that was like, spooky yeah. I hope you heard that podcast yeah. earlier, But as as Khosrows uh, <laughs> said the word tremendous There was a massive bolt of lightning and thunder <laughs> Wow that's pretty Shit, cool. It's getting spooky up in Punk and Plaza.
1: I I'm I'm assuming that the microphones aren't picking anything up and that podcast land thinks that we are completely off our bases.
0: <laughs> <laughs> little from column A, little from column B, yeah, maybe yeah. Um Yeah, it was <laughs> d- that, yeah, that yeah, that should have like torn space asunder, right? Or space and time. Mm. But it exactly. didn't. So it's okay. Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> should any of the new show writers want to do that? It's fine. <laughs>
1: I will say, this is also where where in the serial, already at the beginning, though not at the literal beginning, I decided I am 100% on board. I love this. How often, I'm sure you agree with me, like, how often do we get serials in a show that is actually about a time traveller? How often do we get serials that are about time and time travel? Not very often. And the times that we have had them on the show, I, at the very least, have been incredibly aroused. Like, they, I, they are I, wonderful.
0: I mean, we all love this sort of, the parad- you know, of like... With our incredibly limited understanding of time, and that's one of the fun things about time travel fiction is that you know the paradoxes and these sort of things, and we can pl- we can sort of map out in front of us complicated things, yeah. but in you know in a fun structured way and, and with a narrative and a plot, and it's all fun. Now I'll get this out front, Go for it. So watching this first time watching it, I can uh, I you know sort of sat it alongside of the other things in my life that I've watched that are sort of similar. I went for and read so Days of Future Past, X Men. Yeah. All right. Very, very, very similar. Okay. And Terminator.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, the Future gorillas, They are. <laughs> that's what I've written in my notes as well. Not the, word the Terminator. John, the John Connors. Oh. It, oh. That's interesting. I, I said future humans are here to T two hundred the shit out of Sir Reginald. That's a quote from my notes. Yeah. It depends which one, in it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, you're right. Who's who?
0: Who's...
1: Well, because they're, they're not. Well, they're no, they are. They're they are Terminators. Terminators. They are Schwarzenegger. Yeah. No,
0: but then they're the Human Resistance. Also.
1: <laughs> in the so, future run
0: by robots oh, oh my god yeah exactly oh my god we're well, not robots but, but yeah. still
1: yeah i'm being racist <laughs> but, but but yeah no you're you're totally right a hundred percent rights
0: Or possibly it's more like days of future past okay it's more like days of future past where um they're back they've gone back to to fuck up a peace conference in the 70s in, fact. in the 70s yeah and that they will because humans are all no uh Mutants are enslaved later on by giant robots. Holy smokes!
1: North. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, so those are the, those are my reference points, and it was it was a great expression of that. If if this predates it, I don't know which came first. It doesn't really matter. It was cool. Yeah, For I, loads I, of reasons I couldn't tell you, but this was fa- this was fantastic. The other occasions
1: when we've had actually, I can only think of one other occasion when we've had time as a narrative element. You know, a, a, mm. a tool to to further the plot, and that was in uh, the space museum. Mm. Where they get sort of unstuck in time And all of a sudden they have to catch up with Yeah, exactly, and they have to catch up with themselves and everything And every time that the the show actually does this Very recently with Capaldi we had this When they're on, uh, was it the World Enough And (laughs) Spa- <laughs> space plenty of space time, and time we're space. also not in a rush whatever yeah. that episode is called you know when they're close slash further yeah, away yeah. from the black hole and it's it, all of a sudden you're tinkering with time it's like yes now you're proving that this show is as clever as we all want you know the world to know that it is mm. and um yeah and this one did as well
0: also quick shout out not a, a Delgado serial.
1: No, you're right Oh, it's nice to
0: take a little break oh, A little break from that Does that, that feel good? Oh, so good <laughs> It does feel good Yeah, it's like, you know just Holy shit, you're right Didn't really way. dawn on me though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was, I was sat there every episode like Where is he turning up? Is he is he in that Dalek? Is he in the future
1: <laughs> running the show? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> It turns up He's made a deal with the Daleks and <laughs> They're going to spare me, I'm sure <laughs> They're going to spare me And give me the keys to Earth uh, Yeah yeah. No, no Delgado Happy with the no Delgado Just for now
1: Yeah just for now Same here I, I suspect that he's going to show
0: up In the next one <laughs> So more trivia Okay um, This wasn't supposed to be a Dalek serial That's true This is only supposed to be Ogron Ogronif- Ogronified
1: Uh Yeah or well Future despot Future despot
0: Future human yeah. despot Who
1: also uses Ogrons Ogron. for, As soldiers Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Because the It was the Daleks in London Was what they were being arrested for that was supposed to turn up at some point. But oh, really? It but it doesn't.
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. The commentary on the DVD for the, the original version, Terrence Dix and Barry Letts, they, this is my number one note.
0: Fucking team, aren't they? Such a team. I know. That's they're s- such
1: dudes. And it's actually wonderful. I, I mean, I turned off the commentary after a while, because I just, you can't hear the show at all while you're listening to the commentary. I had literally just seen the special edition. Like, come on. No, I'll just watch the regular thing. But- they sound like they're about 300 years old and It's <laughs> wonderful And they're talking about space and shit But yes, yeah, so my number one note is in fact Terence Dix and Barry Letts just admit That the Daleks were ham-fisted into the script In the 11th hour because it didn't have the Quote of wow
0: factor Without yeah. them I see that, that makes sense And actually, sort of like the um, Non-canonical Cushing movies Yeah a, a human race enslaved by Daleks Is the scariest thing ever Right, Like, that's the opus of, like, the world is now fucked.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the human race enslaved by any alien race on Doctor Who. The
0: Daleks specifically. Uh, We've had, like, I mean, Cybermen, that would be pretty scary, right? uh, I think it's like, uh, they're like the ultimate space Nazis, right? Yeah, that's exactly how they were designed. Exactly. So, I don't know. I feel like that's the, like, you know, the... The Bedford resistance thing The the
1: Bedford resistance So how did you feel about If we're just going to have a quick tangent The Bedford resistance So you remember in Bedford when
0: (laughs) You remember in Bedford (laughs) When humanity took its last times
1: (laughs) No but seriously You remember in Bedford When when the Daleks were like Alright so Mankind You are now our slaves Take these wicker baskets <laughs> and carry. Fill earth it core. up with rubble. Earth core, <laughs> earth core, <laughs> earth core, <laughs> and make a neat pile over yonder. And uh, <laughs> in this one, they have graduated from <laughs> from wicker baskets to like
0: empty. L- <laughs> bins <laughs> Basically yes This was super budget for loads of reasons So they they only had three surviving Dalek, Dalek, Dalek models, models. Yeah. That's one of the things that they changed in the special edition Oh did they did yeah. they like CGI some more Not in
1: CGI, they used actual They shot new footage with more Daleks right. So it, rather than You know that scene in the original version Where they're coming up to the house And there's like three Three Daleks and some Ogrods Oh okay Gold one was cool. <laughs> sure, yes. Uh ching Very blingy Dalek. But in the special edition, there are like... I mean, not that many more. There are like, let's say, six or right. something. But still, it looks way more imposing. And I get that. That's a nice edition. But
0: I didn't mind there being just three. Well, I mean... I three enough, like... You only need one. Yeah, quite. Right? Uh, so... Let's talk about the Daleks. Because okay. actually, yeah, they are super inconsequential for loads of reasons, other than that they hail or herald impending doom. Yeah. So this is a uh, gorillas and gorillas, <laughs> as we alluded to in the opening. Yeah. So why choose that word? Not resistance or whatever. Like, they say gorillas all the time, as in gorilla fighters. Uh, yeah, but that's, the, but
1: that's the thing. I've made a note of... Uh, I'll see if I can pull the sound off the DVD. But I've made a n- note of how they specifically... I'm sure that they specifically say gorilla,
0: <laughs> as opposed to gorilla soldiers. They, they got they go gorillas. <laughs> well, and this was the thing. I kept being like, just uh, you know, completely confused all the time. <laughs> it's like oh, those gorillas. Are like which gorilla? The gorillas or the gorillas? Like, oh,
1: you I- were being a racist. No, I wasn't. You, you were, were you looking at the ogres? The ogres? They look
0: like gorillas. To no, me. I think they're literally described as like ape-like. Like mercenary... They're just like... Uh. <laughs> they're space police at some point and then I know, like, y- yeah. So actually, ding, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. They're turning up again. So they're new. They need to be added to the Vindex. Sweet. Oh, they already are. No, they're right? all on the Vindex. They're, well, I mean, they're, they're going to show up as soon as this episode drops. That's interesting. Do you know when they're going to reappear? Yeah, I think basically. Oh, do I know exactly when? But definitely a couple more times, and in the same vague guys. Are
1: like, they going to be the new? What are they called? Flobo, Chobo, Roko Flobo. The old Flobo, Chobo. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, but like more mercenary. You know, okay. like, like you can just hire them. I don't know why they did that. Like, why did? Why were they needed? Well, I mean, why did we need the Flobo Chobo? What are they called again? Ugh. Ugh. They're not the Shadow Proclamation. No, There's they a... work for the Shadow Proclamation, though. Hang on, I'm Vindexing it. If you haven't used our wonderful Vindex, you really should. It's a visual index of all of the aliens in Doctu. Uh
1: It is, uh, and uh, it, <laughs> it has taken forever to
0: compile, so <laughs> please like it. So fucking use it. <laughs> Jadoon. The Jadoon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think they're more... I think they turn out to... I mean, I don't know yet, because obviously we haven't watched it, but I think they tend to be more sort of like savagery and less organised and shit. They
1: look like ogres, mm. they, and they are called ogrons. <laughs> I love it.
0: But yes, they're ape-like. So every time they said gorilla, I was like, are you just... Are you guys being... Re-? Like, but no, they're talking about... The <laughs> Use a different fucking word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not very... Space Kong, I don't know, like... <laughs> The space Kong? Oh, they're not, they're not even <laughs> in space, are they? The future Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, again, if, you're, if you've if got Daleks, just send back a Dalek. Yeah, that's true. You don't need any... You don't, you don't...
1: Yeah, why? Why are the Daleks relying on humans again? This is... Oh, see, this is a, a, a one of the things that kind of ticks me off about, all right, so Daleks have taken over uh, and enslaved mankind in the future. Yes, I agree, scary, nefarious shit is going down. Mm. But the Daleks... They are in no way aided by having a bunch of humans carrying around bins full of pebbles, which I think is what they were doing this time. So, like, oh, got pebbles and rocks and yeah. things. You will not be aided by this in any way because you can do a better job yourselves. For the same reason, you would never, as a Dalek, employ a human to, in turn, outsource the work to a like a fucking baboon with a nightstick to travel through time and beat the shit out of someone. Let's like, do it. Yeah, exactly. Way better. Also, could you not maybe just send back a bomb? How about that? Ooh,
0: another ding, ding, ding. Okay. First mention of Dalekanium. And uh, no. No? No, the first mention of Dalekanium was in, oh, uh, I think We've this... got New Who Do- Dalekanium.
1: Yeah, I think Dalekanium was also mentioned in I want to say Power of the Daleks. Oh, maybe uh, when when
0: Troughton actually encounters like the conveyor belt of their building Daleks. I think they're the. Well, here's Dalicanium the thing because the they were talking about Dalekanium. I think almost exclusively in this context as an explosive, which uh, is what freaked me out because like that's yeah. what they're oh, supposed
1: to No, no, it's mentioned in uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth. Oh yeah, well. Because the bombs that they throw at the Daleks, they are strong enough to.
0: burst um, pers- uh Dalekanium. but isn't the yeah. this bomb made out of Dalekanium? So is it explosive, or is it a material? Like, is it a? That's a good point. Material?
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I maybe they muddled that up a little bit in this one. Shocker. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Another thing that they changed about the Dalek. Sorry, slight tangent. Mm. Uh, the voices. Did you yeah. like the Dalek voices? They were very different. They were very different. I was fine with it. I was fine with it as well But but they, um, they're they not the traditional Daleks Or Dalek voices So they literally redubbed everything With uh, Nick Briggs yeah. And it sounds great I mean yeah. Nick Briggs does a great Dalek voice For obvious reasons He is the Dalek voice But I wasn't upset with the originals I wasn't upset with them either yeah. I feel kind of bad for the people Who did those voices And are no longer in there It's like being, you know <laughs> Darth Vader out of Star Wars uh, Jedi, rather to then be replaced by
0: what's-his-face...
1: Oh, What's-his-name? Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the
0: guy. Anyway. So, another quick continuity error. Hit me. So, opening scene, uh, Reggie, Big Reg, Big Reg, Big Reggie Styles, ambassador, you know, the... Well, how many ambassadors or whatever we've got? The uh, I mean, he's just... Another uh, diplomat, right? He's the lord yeah. in this episode. Um, of orderly house. Now, so a gorilla turns up, Points a gun in his face, but then he's, like, zapped back f- to the 22nd century yeah. before pulling the trigger. Yeah. Later on, more gorillas turn up and then apprehend the doctor as if he's Dr. Reggie Stiles, whilst Reggie Stiles in China.
1: Yes. Are you suggesting
0: why did they not recognise... Yes. Their, you know, assassination attempt. Like, why why haven't they... A, done some research, and B... Why didn't they realize? Like, if they got it right the first time, why they get it wrong? They're so wrong the second time. They don't look anything alike. Okay, they didn't do any. They did
1: plenty of research. Let me tell you. The thing is, however, future history books, history books in the future, that is, they are text only, no photos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, gotcha. You
1: get no glossy inlays with it's like, oh, here's a picture of Sir Reg,
0: <laughs> as part of the big Getty purge. <laughs>
1: All photo libraries. <laughs> <laughs> they were the first to go when the Dolly showed up. They were like, <laughs> we will. No more Getty, no more
0: Shutterstock. <laughs> what is this, Encarta?
1: <laughs>
0: Encarta. Yeah, Old Oh, school. wow,
1: blast from the past. Um, yeah, so that's number one. Number two. What actually happened With the soldier Who got zapped back Into the future I don't know It's never explained I think he was taken By the Daleks And by Mr.
0: Bureaucrat Chap Oh maybe I, think, I so. think he was just a tease <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just like I'm going to get you But not yet <laughs> Wait Wait I'm going to zap myself Back yeah. in the future yeah, 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 yeah. Oil myself up Really nice and shiny <laughs> I'm going to come really close And then I'm going to Back away Basically like I'm going to edge your death <laughs> That's gonna be a new thing, edging the assassination. Yeah, that's th- yeah, death edging. It's all right. We're gonna to need to get this into the show. Fuck you, sexy. World. If we, if you think about it, so someone can add it to our TV tropes page. <laughs> death, or e- uh, <laughs> well, not death edging, assassination edging. edging yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: assassination yeah. edging.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so, I've got a question about that whole scene as, as well, or rather the scenario that ensues, because then. Sir Reginald, he sees this happen. He's quite scared by it. He's freaked out. Poltergeist. Obviously, he's freaked out by it. Someone just came in through the window, threatened to shoot him with a ray gun, and then evaporated. Right. Obviously, he's freaked out. But then, when Eunice and Doc show up, and Joe in her like little cowgirl outfit uh, with the red tie, like, with the red. T- anyway, it works. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> he then like flat out denies this and comes up with this story that oh it was just a dream he literally just lies and goes i had a bad dream that someone came in through the window but clearly no one was here blah 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 and now i got to go to to peking at that point I was almost convinced that he knew what was going on, Yeah, that he was deliberately keeping something from units, because why else would he say this? And that's my question. Why else would he say this?
0: Well, see, alternatively, he was just, he's a very stressed man because he has the fate of the world on his shoulders, and he thought he, you know, he's been burning the midnight oil and he just had a bit of a wig out, you know? Yeah. He's been taking too many, like, uppers. And he thought he just wigged out, so he trying to brush it off. Because to be fair, he's not—he has other stuff on his mind, right? Yeah, sure. But maybe as part of this stuff, he's also
1: thinking someone's going to try and assassinate me. Someone might want to keep me from doing my incredibly important job. He doesn't have to go so far as I, to say, no, it's "Oh, it's a future soldier." He
0: just has to go. Oh, it's a—you know—it's a terrorist. It's a whoever. Also, real talk. Peace conferences in the 70s were not well guarded. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's harder to get into the fucking Sea Life Center. (laughs) Also, you know what? Do you know who the last
1: organization is that you want guarding your peace conference? Units, <laughs> they are terrible at guarding places. Even when the whole house, orderly house, ha- what's it called? Audley house. Audley house is under strict guard by units. People can just sneak in. Like towards yeah. the end, uh, Mister Future Gorilla chap, he just literally goes
0: into the potato cellar, and that's it. I love that. I love that as an idea. It's like, okay, we've got the perimeter secured. Oh, what about the servants' entries? There's a servants' entrance! <laughs> Why don't tell me?
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, They're also so bad at checking out the house when they're looking for Doc and Joe and they are nowhere to be found. And they're like, we, we searched the house, uh, Bagels, couldn't find Doc and Joe. Like, well, did you. You clearly did not look everywhere. Like, you didn't even look in the basement. The door to which is ajar. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where they are.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the unit were. Bumbly as fuck, like oh, also so many people die over this cereal. Oh yes, a lot of lot of death, A lot yeah. of like just like super casual death. So like, if someone dies in combat, there's like full inquest and everything. They're gonna ha- they're gonna be tied up in paperwork for oh, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what then basically keeps the Daleks at bay because yeah. when we get when- wave after when it's just like Benton hold them, it's like we can't because <laughs> you know they're a super advanced you know race of. Space Nazis that have conquered time travel, and I'm here with my Walter PPK. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was a bit of a bloodbath. Also, okay, let's talk serial length. Four episodes, perfect. Yes, I think it was per- it was perfect because I'm sat here thinking I could have done with some more, which probably is the mark. That's of, where like, you want to, yeah, yeah, that's what rather you rather than the six episodes. Because I mean, there were some things that I think could have been more developed. Um, the gorillas I'd like to have known more about them, like some more character fleshy. Like like, like the dude that sacrifices himself at the end, what's his name? Uh, Sue, hang on. Sue, his name's Sue. Sue. A <laughs> boy named Sue. <laughs> Sue. Shura, Shura. Let's just call him Susan. Um, <laughs> so, like, why is he so... I mean, obviously he's committed because later on the world goes to shit, but, like, it'd be nice to have got some of his really specific backstory yeah you know like the daleks did this to my parent, or whatever it is right things like that would have helped i think the the cause um ultimately and yeah maybe just some more dalek intention and and all the rest of it but like the gorillas i think needed more age well they had agency but they had no motive or they had motive but you know what i mean like it wasn't i think the whole emotional motive
1: uh, the, the, all of earth's future as we got to see it here that needed fleshing out if yeah. anything we didn't find out how the daleks took over we didn't find out what the dynamic was between the daleks and the the people collaborating with the daleks except to hear that the bureaucrat chap was saying well for generations we've been doing this in my family i
0: mean i kind of int- i really liked that interplay actually and that, le- that sort of subplot thing with the, that guy in the dock and like why it's yeah it's kind of like the people that facilitate right evil are also evil yeah um and that was well, not evil actually. All at the same time, like the the moral ambiguity there is is quite good. I thought that was a really w- a good way to explain that. Yeah, but, but it wasn't thoroughly explained Yeah, not thoroughly. But then I like the subtext because like I said, didn't otherwise it gets complicated and you got to go out for like loads and loads of episodes. But uh, th- yeah, a bit more on the history aspect and how it changed and whatever, and why the Daleks picked that point or whether they were whether they were they just opportunist. That's that's how I
1: understand it. Yeah. But that's but that's my point. We don't really find out how they take over and I would quite like to hear a little bit more about that.
0: Yeah. Oh, also the the Bilanovich um what's it called
1: oh the, something something effects yeah the yeah. where the
0: yeah where where doc is trying to explain to Joe that you can't just go back and do shit, and apparently this turns up again and again
1: yeah, that's definitely we i think we've already encountered it, even
0: possibly yeah, and i've uh, I was like, oh shit, is this a thing, is this like a physical or like a philosophy of science thing that like there might actually be nah it's just a thing that doc did oh really <laughs> to get over this question. <laughs> i bought it i know Watch, right? line and sinker <laughs> i was just like oh shit there's gonna be some
1: like metaphysics or i don't know how do you feel about the doctor's interplay with everyone in the future he shows up at um mr future bureaucrat's house and all his blonde future secretaries are there yeah uh using keyboards like
0: therans <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so the di- the like weird dinners they the 22nd century like the 20th century dinners they have yeah. sort of weird like why can't you have chairs why does everyone have to rest on pillows on the oh crowd? It, it
1: seemed like they were really trying to do like an a, you know ancient rome type thing yeah. everyone just
0: reclines um no we invented chairs now <laughs> uh, yeah so. but we grew past chairs <laughs> and then soon we'll grow into chairs again the
1: need for chairs is like a parabola See, <laughs> so like oh yeah lots lots of chairs needed oh, no chairs needed now. <laughs>
0: Um, and the <laughs> drinking and the wine and the fruits and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was very Roman, wasn't it? Um,
1: he drinks a lot of wine in this one. Mm. Possibly more than, you know, otherwise. I'm, I'm thinking, when have we otherwise had the doctor drink alcohol in general? We've talked about this on the show before.
0: Yeah, because there, there were the pubs in the Daemons, but
1: he didn't actually drink it He didn't. I think that he actually drinks wine in the Romans.
0: Ah.
1: I think so. But aside from that... Yeah I'm not so sure Maybe Capaldi does At some point Does he have a brandy In his very first
0: episodes I don't know I mean Unless you are aware The doc here Thinks that this wine Was a very good vintage Oh He makes that point Like four fucking times (laughs) Oh I was gonna say I've got
1: that sound bite Written down Says a
0: man that's Drunk wine once
1: (laughs) I completely buy that the Doctor is this debonair chap who knows all there
0: is. He's basically like James Bond when it comes to all these sophisticated things. I was thinking this is getting a bit James Bond in space. Like, so, there's lots of Venusian karate in this. Yeah, oh, yes. And he's such a badass at it as well. Oh, the ogron didn't really take to it, though. It took, no, it took Joe to smash, his, smash your, the oh. wine, the future wine bottle. Uh,
1: yeah, why? Because are they made out of chloroform? Like, Well, how are you... Why is it reacting to... No, I don't buy that at all. No. no.
0: But also, future wine bottles look like that shit. <laughs> I don't really remember what they look like. It's like a big white tube type deal.
1: Oh, Sorry. yeah. Actually, yeah, I do remember. It's phallic. <laughs> the... <laughs> I was going to say I did write down a soundbite, but that's from the first time that we get to hear him talk about wine, and that's back in the 1970s. Soundbites from episode one.
0: Yeah, that's the most good-humoured
1: wine, a touch sardonic perhaps, but not cynical. Yes, most civilised wine, one after my own heart. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's, that's wonderful. Very good. And he's paired it up with Gorgonzola, which is wonderful yeah. as well. <laughs> But yeah, you're right, He doesn't he talk about the vintage of the wine in the future, saying something like, oh yeah, it's from a great year, it's the year that we relinquished control of the planet to a despot, or something <laughs> like something.
0: that. It's, uh, yeah, and then she makes the joke again, once Joe has smashed the wine, took pity, the yeah. wonderful vintage. Wonderful yeah. Yeah. He's got all those Bondian one but Yeah, he's like, I'd prefer if you stay gagged, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Um, he says stuff like that, doesn't he? And he's like, hey... It's a bit too swashbuckly for me. Really? Not enough sciency. I yeah, okay. You're right. I
1: like it. I, I think Pertwee manages both, not necessarily in this serial. Yeah. But we've seen him even don a lab coat and all of a sudden prove that well he can do more than just be one of the sexiest men to ever play that part.
0: That's real. That's real. <laughs> yeah, I think we for my taste it got a bit bondy.
1: Okay. I quite liked it.
0: Joe. Joe Joe, 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 Joe. Joey, Joe, Joe, Joe. Okay, so...
1: Well, do you have a question? Joe question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right then. So, okay, so, so Joe... I'll bite. Joe in the future is way too naive. I'm not so sure how I feel about the character of Joe In general, I think she's a little bit too naive I mean, she's almost She has military training and whatever But she acts like a schoolgirl She acts like a child And I don't like that I I miss the days of having A much more competent Adult companion Someone,
0: but see, the thing is The naive thing I don't necessarily mind at the beginning But the, con- the capability for the character to learn Right, you've done a number of things now With yeah. the Doctor, done lots of things Like any number of companions move leaps and bounds. So, like, we talked about Jamie, wee little Jamie. Yeah. And, like, when he started, he didn't know shit. Wee little, then little starts, Jamie was
1: wee little Jamie in the beginning, but then
0: after a while, he, he was... He starts to get on yeah. board. He starts to become his own thing, you know, like he explains how aerosols work to people. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, no aerosols where he's from. Yeah. <laughs> But he learned and, like, you know, read a book. But this this is what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, that dissonance is starting to really affect me with Joe. And, like, that, like, so I know Escapology. I'm your your full-time companion and I've thwarted multiple, multiple, like, you know, earth invasions and whatever it is. But these lots seem nice. Let's just say... Let's Let's tell them everything. Yeah. Do you mean in the future? Yeah, yeah. That's the worst. That's so bad.
1: Like, you could ask her literally anything and she would just answer. No, you don't want that. I mean, you wouldn't even expect that from someone with a modicum of unit training. So, no. Yeah. Doesn't matter if she's young. She should... That should have been trained out of her anyway. Or she shouldn't have got the job if she had that inclination. Ugh. Anyway, no, didn't like Joe, really. I, I... was partial to her outfit though <laughs> uh,
0: Of course you were
1: Question for you Is this the second or the third And uh, what is the significance Peace conference that we've had on Classic Who so far We've had a number of peace conferences Yes The last time was when they were What was the one with the alien in a bucket in a prison And they were going to dispose of like this m- massive oh. missile And the master wanted to target a peace conference with a missile Yeah oh, fuck Do God you remember? Yeah where, where they were like trying to rehabilitate um, it, yeah, inmates using this alien in a bucket. That's nice. all right. <laughs> Heading over to whobackwhen dot com. Okay, well, okay. So while I do that, in the in the meantime, why don't you have a look? Why don't you? Tell me what what you think about this, because doesn't this mean that the Earth is in a really precarious state to begin
0: with? Because we need peace conferences all the time. Well, it was. It was the 70s. So, like, it literally was in a really precarious state.
1: I'm glad you answered that question (laughs) so quickly, because I found out that episode was The Mind of Evil. Ah, there you go, The Mind of
0: Evil. But no, I mean, that's a compelling thing, and that's why it works in in Days of Future Past and X-Men in the comic, and, and then subsequently in the... The film and and all that sort of... And actually animated series as well. It made sense. That was a precarious point in human, like, you know, endeavour. I mean, the 60s, really, but yeah. That whole period. It's a Cold War, right?
1: Yeah. Everything
0: everything was a tinderbox. Sure, but I think
1: it's a little bit odd that you can fuel a TV series with the same premise or the same fear that we are on the verge of world war three however we can avert that crisis if only we can see through
0: this one peace conference well it's it's kind of more that these peace conferences are, are so like they they go you know not just these peace conferences but like the g20 or g8 or like all the various big like meetings this all the big powers in one room It's not just, like, egos and all that sort of thing, but, like, if anyone wanted to do something terroristy, yeah, that's the worst ever fucking place to do it, isn't it? Like, you know, shit can go real left. Um, So that's why it's, like, as a narrative device, it's really easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I I agree. I just wish it were used a little bit more sparsely. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. No, I'm not upset
0: with the peace conference at all, Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they need to find a different way that cataclysm happens. Yeah, or actually
1: have an episode center around that peace conference rather than just have it be one of the elements in the background. Yeah.
0: Do that. Like, let, oh, let's, shit, let's, that would be cool. Like a, like a six episode or a four episode arc where it's the stages of the delegation, of the, of the peace conference. Yeah. And like, it's a bit more like political chess.
1: It, and, yeah and it's it's let's say it's like the UN and you have uh, here's that country here's this country here's this country here's that planet yeah and then all of a sudden you know someone else someone some extra or possibly we have you know behind the delegate from Uganda sits a uh, a chap with tentacles that no one can see except for the doctor you know that that's what I say. it's
0: a little bit like in new who with the silurians and they like make them try to like the yeah. doc tries to bingo like, yeah, yeah bingo yeah i'm with that That That
1: would would be cool. All right. Okay. I've got a few notes just to pop in. First off, I'll throw in a soundbite. Look, try and use your intelligence, man, even if you are a politician. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that great? Get that on a fucking (laughs) t-shirt. Really, really like that. Next thing is the mind analysis machine in the future. Well my note there is mind analysis machine may not be required if you just unmute the prisoner video feed because she calls him doctor in like every sentence. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah but you know, gotta be sure, don't you?
1: What else? I've written Doc, I suggest you don't antagonize your obviously devious host, just slip away unnoticed instead.
0: Yeah. Oh Tri Bike Chase. Oh, Try-By-Chase. Uh, why mean, have we talked about Try-By-Chase? I don't know why. Why have we not talked about it? Why I mean, is there not always a Try-By-Chase? Like, obviously, there is an awesome vehicle just parked outside, key in the ignition. Also, <laughs> what was your insurance thinking? Why didn't everyone go, hey, hey, just hop off for a second, Bertwi? Uh, because <laughs> you can't drive this. <laughs>
1: I don't know. That guy seemed super cool. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, also, I mean, also, Ogrons, like, just like, we're just going to bumble behind you and not use these guns. No, 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 no. I need to catch you with my hands first before I could use the gun. I don't know. It was awesome. Yeah. I thought that chase was
1: redonkulous. It was fantastic in, its, in all of its 1970s splendor, but it also led nowhere. <laughs> I mean, how great was that? Yeah. Oh, well. Oh yeah, I made a note to say that the um, the guns actually they were also enhanced in the special edition, Mm. and they look magnificent in the special edition. Okay, the um because in the original when they fire at someone that person just disappears. Yeah, and in this one that person fucking blows up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just not blows up. There's not like an explosion, but that person just is turned into. Driplets right. And just disseminated All over the
0: place It is badass Right Yeah. You know See I like the like X-ray effect Of the Dalek things And like everyone just Drops down Dalek things fine That's same. But like the Yeah but the little Handguns used oh, by okay. all the
1: Soldiers Like the future guerrillas And the the ogrons Yeah They just blast the shit Out of civilians Well not civilians Soldiers Sold. But fuck it Other people It's great Uh Okay that's it, shall we jump into some quick ratings? Let's And now it is time to rate this Did we laugh or hate this Bing bong bing bong Hey la, la 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 Ratings I am automatically bumping up my score Just for the fact that time travel is used as a narrative device It does not happen often enough And I've said that on the few occasions that we have encountered on Who Back When I, I love that I thought Pertwee was fantastic I quite liked his action man shtick didn't really talk about this, but when the uh, the future soldiers come and attack him and, and eventually capture him in the beginning, he's still eating Gorgonzola whilst flipping people around. And just, you know, I like that. I, I think he's very cool. We haven't talked about bagels in Unit, really. They did a, an okay job. They weren't really in it much. And I enjoyed the back and forth between future and relative present of 1970. Overall, great costumes, good production Much prefer the original to the special edition, but the special edition is worth watching if you do enjoy this serial. I'm going to give this a... Oh, bear in mind, when I... Sorry, this is super long, but I find this incredibly rewatchable. And bear in mind, I literally watched this serial back to back twice. I will happily watch it again soon. Yeah, not today, but soon. I'm going to give this a...
0: Be the person you want to be, Leon.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm between. I, I don't know if I want to make the jump to four. Like it's somewhere between three point nine and four. 5, I will round it up to four. There you go.
0: Great, massively because I was, I had already in my head penned four point flat. Bingo. Four point oh. It's. Uh... It's great for so many reasons. Actually, yeah, eminently watchful. I had a day of future blast. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, Excellent. Bag pocket. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was all get like I like that. I just, the arc makes sense. I mean, Dalex put hand fist in there. Actually, there's probably an opportunity there to have created a whole new thing that could have also gone on to be their own yeah. like awesome, you know, villain. But it was it was cool. I bought the stuff. I like the paradox thing. Was was always delicious. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. And the way they sort of got out of the paradox also delicious by by sort of the same means ish. Um, Perd was good, a bit Bondy for me, but yeah, I'll I, you know still charming and and debonair and all those sort of lovely things. Mm. Joking yet fuck, but <laughs> well, uh, uh, she's actually some of the reason this is going down a little bit. But yeah, four point oh, nice. Kerching. Right, first one's from Paul Fauber. How you doing, Paul? Hello, um, Paul. Uh, another one, big. You know, he, he's uh, written a, a maxi, so, well, more of a, a a really nice synopsis, so go to the Who Back When and you can find it all there. Yes, absolutely. Thank
1: you very much, Paul. When they have read it in its entirety on com, and I promise I will actually put all of these up on com, then um, uh, you can high-five him online. He is at
0: Wordsmith wordsmithpaul. Uh, and then the next one comes from Michael. Michael Ridgeway. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Mike? This is my first uh, first... Michael Ridgway review so ah, Not mine I, he's got to say. I popped my Mike Ridgway cherry A while ago <laughs> <laughs> Right so Michael writes The Doctor Who episode Best enjoyed With wine and cheese oh, I yes. still taste my, my Wine The third Doctor uh, The third Doctor method Because of this episode Swishing wine around My chops to get The ultimate flavour I also watched The DVD special edition With mm. a wacky Extra battle scenes Of stem gun Toting unit guys Being exterminated Lovingly filmed by fans with 70s-era cameras and Nicholas Briggs as the Daleks' voices. It's way better. Bingo! There you go, that's what I said. Lots of love for the special edition.
1: He goes on, what an absolute cracker, get it? Of a story, grim dystopia, thought-provoking temporal paradox, space gorillas, the wonderful ape-like ogrons, the only unit versus Dalek story, and no master, whom you are probably grateful for a break from. (laughs) Yep. So many good lines, try and use your intelligence, man, even if you are a politician. Yep, nailed it. It's probably the first non-Dalek Dalek story. The Daleks are merely opportunists here, the controller is an awesomely tragic figure, the doctor saving him from the gorillas. They would always have found someone. That quote has such gravitas, and his death still makes me sad. And the doctor dropping the mic with the gorillas, you did
0: it yourselves, still haunts me. Niggles. What are the human slaves in the future actually doing? They seem to be sorting gravel. <laughs> Units are pretty useless throughout. Yates is a total git to Benton. Foreboding. Spoiler alert. No, no. Of things to come <laughs> in the invasion of the dinosaurs? Question mark. Why are the delegates walking so calmly out of the house when there is a total bloodbath Oh, that's a going point. on right outside? <laughs> what was the point of the news reporter? Couldn't he have been at least, uh, at least been exterminated? Was blowing up the house even really necessary? Four. Point one out of five bullet riddled orgons. Orgons. Ogrons.
1: Orgons. <laughs> uh, and Michael also sent in a correction saying, I-, I said this was the only unit versus Dalek story. I guess there are confrontations in New Who in the Stolen Earth sort of with the Daleks taking down the Valiant, which is a unit ship. And the big finish stories that turn the military unit in the amazing seventh Doctor story, Remembrance of the Daleks, into the precursor of units. Yeah, so, okay, cool. Nice one.
0: Thank you so much, Michael. Next up. We got Zunich. Hello, Peter. (laughs) How you doing, (laughs) Zunich? So, Peter writes, What's not to like? Okay, it's not the best story ever, but by no means is it the worst. It's a little predictable at times, but it's got Ogrons and Daleks and time travel as part of the plot. It's just Doctor Who done right. Peter goes on What hits home more than anything here Has nothing to do
1: with the story itself This story shows how much everyone has become friends Especially
0: Joe and the Doctor It doesn't seem likely But they end up getting along so well The antithesis of some of the other stories were covered This story is a prime example of someone wisely saying We could make it six episodes long But it works much better as a four-parter If it were dragged out any longer It would be a total bore But instead it it moves at a quick pace And never lets up Just when you thought it was settling down into its main story, it becomes something quite different yet again.
1: The result is a serial in which we care about all the characters presented, and the main enemy takes a backseat to the development that unfolds, not around them, but because of them. It's all topped off with an ending where, even if you saw it coming, it still pays off in spades. Retro Rewriter of the Week goes to Joe's gullibility. As naive as she is, I can't believe she'd fall for what the bad guys are selling. It's a small complaint, but it bothers me. There should have been some hint that she was playing them as much as they were playing her. In the production department, I really have no issues. Artistically, it's great, other than a slow-moving door that seems to open before anyone even knows
0: they want to go through it,
1: and a tricorder for a TARDIS.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not the best, but I really enjoy this story every time I watch it. It's a personal favourite of mine, simply for the character development and the time travel story done right. For this reason, it earns a, would you like a piece of cheese, says the girl in the red knickers. (laughs) 3.7. 3.7. <laughs> right. <laughs> Strong. Huge.
1: <laughs> thank you very much, Peter. Yeah, Peter, thank you. Awesome, Mini, as
0: always. So, new reviewer, Arthur. Okay. Sorry if we're mispronouncing your non de plume. Arthur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, Arts. Uh, your new reviewer, welcome aboard, man.
0: Yeah, yeah very nice. So, Arthur writes, Ben <laughs> Curiously enough, for a show that deals primarily with time travel, this was one of the first Doctor Who serials, if not the first, to deal specifically with the implications of such practice. Mm. Exploring the paradox of time travel and making it a focal point of this adventure was therefore an exciting concept, and of great interest to myself. I don't really like the Dalek stories much, but thought that they were, fortunately, somewhat superfluous on this particular occasion. It's interesting to note that the BBC only had three remaining Dalek props at their disposal at the time, and their condition uh, leaves a lot to be desired. The Ogrons were great in this, however, as they as were the future humans with somewhat weird way of interacting with one another. Shiny faces, stroke hands, and convincing interior-stroke exterior sets and shots. Apart from the shootout scene around what looks like a silver-painted skip outside BBC <laughs> Television Centre, unusually for who... usually for who at and around this period their way of interfacing with computers is extremely plausible and the gun blast effects were excellent for these reasons i wish to give this hugely entertaining serial a 3.9 rating Ooh! whoa there's a standard deviation of like of 0.2 yeah yeah awesome Arthur goes on, apparently
1: a row had broken out between Barry Hales and Terry Nation, mainly because he hadn't been consulted beforehand about using the Daleks for this serial. I also read somewhere that the Daleks' mind exploration device, or whatever the hell it was called, was supposed to show the Doctor Who title sequence when activated, complete with captions. Whoa! Um, this was not the case with the version I saw on, on uh, the internet <laughs> Either I missed something Or perhaps the scene in question has since been doctored No pun intended As indeed neither are bland, predictable And unfunny footnotes such as these <laughs> Nice one Yeah, it, they actually mentioned that in the um, the commentary right. On the DVD as well They say that they literally forgot to consult <laughs> the, <laughs> the, ter- Terry Nation Hey (laughs) Tezza We shot this whole serial (laughs) And um, what Terrence Dix, T-Dix What he said was Terry Nation was totally fine with it He was super cool about it But he also did have this ruthless agent Who basically got him paid a lot (laughs) Uh, And that was it
0: Was he a secret agent?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes Thank you very much Arthur Thank you Okay and welcome aboard again Uh, Next up we have uh, Tracy
0: What up Tracy sup <laughs> hey guys i'm tracy this is my mini this story started off boring and got better day of the Daleks seemed at first like another story pointlessly involving time travel and dies i mean they chase us we run away we're in the past we're in the future blah blah blah
1: I was quite concerned it was going to be a draggy mess like the Daleks' master plan. Indeed, the first three episodes were on the boring side. (gasps) Gasp. But then episode four suddenly went full sci-fi with a reveal that it's not Sir Borington Styles who bombs the human race's chance for peace. It's actually the rebels trying to off Styles. Great concept. I love a good time paradox plot
0: twist. Rating? Salted pretzels at a carnival. I think that's a 3.2. 2.8. 2.4? Two point four? Stuck it out. Just give me something in your face. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just thinking it's definitely lower than our Scores it is much lower. Yeah, I wow. think two point four. I'm I'm interpreting all traces scores now into in numerical into any, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two point
1: four. Uh, I I think it's somewhere around two point seven. Two point seven. I'm going to say two point seven. Two point five. Split the difference. All right. Deal. Done. Great doing business with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of Podcastland who are not Tracy, you can follow Tracy online. She is at (laughs) Noof. That's Fountain Tracy. Backwards. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for sending those in. Keep them coming. We love reading your mini-reviews and your maxi-reviews. Big one coming
0: up next. (gasps) What is the next one? It's the Curse of, uh, curse of Peladon. Curse of what? Peladon? The Curse yeah. of Peladon is the yeah. next one? Yeah, we what? are ramping through. Holy smokeroonies and cheesecakes. I've been cheesecakes. This one for ages.
1: Uh, me too, ever since it was referenced, like, for the, the first of 17 times so far on Who Back When. Yeah. Here's what I know about that one. It stars, at least co-stars, Pat Trout and Son. Shit. Yeah. Awesome. Ching. Right. Knew Who? New Who? The 11th, 11th hour Ooh, uh, however, First Smith First Smith But before we do that We're going to do a bonus uh, episode A tenant retrospective The way that we normally do when we. Okay, get your get tenant
0: it. retrospective
1: reviews in Yeah, exactly uh, Who was your I'll, I'll pop something on Facebook Or on Twitter or wherever But basically Did you have a favourite episode? Who's your favourite tenant companion? Who's your favourite whatever Blah, blah, you know Best and worst That's what we want to hear uh, So um, yeah Send some of those in Awesome Cool, cool, cool People can follow you online Can they not? They can At Nicolaylee Nice one They can follow me as well I am at Ponkin You know how to spell that Catch you in the next one Be rad and excellent To one and all Ladies and gentlemen Of Podcast Land Rock on And ciao. chao Bye Problem-o. Did you enjoy the show? Then please do what the cosmos compels you to And spread the gospel of who back when Tell your friends Don't have any friends? No problemo Tell some strangers Like us on Facebook That's facebook.com slash who back when All in one word Are you on Google Plus? Find us on Google Plus That's plus who back when And when you do Tell us why you're on Google Plus Who Back When just got its very own Twitter account, no lie, so give us a follow. You guessed it, that's at Who Back When all in one word. Check us out on SoundCloud, vote us up on Reddit, listen to us on Stitcher, and head on over to our website WhoBackWhen.com where you can leave a comment, submit a review of your own and peruse our visual index of aliens monsters and more, which increases in kablammos with every episode. And lastly, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Not only would it make us super chuffed, and it really, really would, but as thanks, we will transmigrate your iTunes non plume into the credit list of trailers for fake Doctor Who audiobooks produced by Who Back When. Have a poke around our bonus episodes to make more sense of that. That's it. Rock on and be rad and excellent to each other. Catch your earballs in our next classic Who review, new Who review, or still funny audio Who review. Ciao. Who Back When.